you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? It was fine, you know. Just around the house, you had your cookout. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Um, what did I do? Oh, yeah, Friday, I pretty much just was running around getting stuff for the cookout. Saturday, we had the annual Juneteenth cookout at my house, which was fun. And then, like, this morning, I had therapy, but other than that, like, I did a little bit of laundry, but I was just, like, laying around because I was so tired when I woke up. I usually go to therapy at, like, 9 in the morning, but... I made the appointment for today at 11, and, like, I'm so glad I did that because mm-hmm. I would not have made it at 9 in the morning. So, yeah, that was most of my day. Just well, I watched a little bit of Netflix, but I really just chilled because I was tired, and I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Me I need an extra day. Like, I just need every weekend to be a three-day weekend so that I, like, it's like I can have a day for fun, a day to be productive, and a day to chill. That's what I really need. But wishful thinking. So, what's happening in media? Mm, I only have really. I don't have much I need. I want to talk about. I do want to talk about Lavar Ball. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like his comment was inappropriate? I don't know what happened. I like saw people talking about it, but I didn't look into it. What? Shame. <laughs> what? What did he say? Basically, um, Molly Hiram, I think I said her last name right, um, she said something like along the lines of, oh, can I, let's switch gears and let me ask you another question. And he said, you can switch gears with me anytime or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, let's stay focused. <laughs> and he got a lot of, like, a lot of comments about it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really sure. I feel like it's 50-50. I don't feel like it's a clear he's in the wrong from what I've seen. I see both sides. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he ended up getting banned from like Ooh. all ESPN. Oh, wow. Um, what they say? Yes, ESPN bans him from all platforms hmm. because of his comment. Mm-hmm. And maybe you need to, I'm going to just play it because I feel like you're not going to have an opinion unless you I was just about it. to say, I feel like it's all in the tone. In her house, she received it. Lavar, can I switch gears with you for? Because I have a question you here. You can switch gears with me anytime. <laughs> Let's stay oh, focused here. Right. Um, hmm. So, like, based off his tone, I couldn't. I, I actually don't know. Right. On one hand, I'm like, I get it, because it could seem suggestive. Right. So it's inappropriate. Yeah. It's not professional. Yeah. On the other hand, I didn't know if it was sexual. I mean, that's what I'm about to say. Because I feel like... Because I get it, though. Yeah, what he said could be... Suggestive. And suggestive. And it could be just joking. You know? I don't know. But, I mean, if she had a problem with it, then, hey. Yeah, I'm not sure if she... And I didn't read that. The one thing I will say, I don't know if she's the one who started, like, I don't want to work with him anymore. Mm-hmm. Or it could have just been the overall backlash period. Yeah. Where they felt like they needed to do something. Mm-hmm. He 
was talking to TMZ and he seemed very like he said how can I be fired from a place that doesn't employ me so he clearly did guest spots he's not too concerned Mm -hmm. he made it clear that like that's not what it was Mm -hmm. so because I mean and we I've talked about this with coworkers a lot of times you can make the same joke with two different people and it can be received two different ways and like a lot of times it just depends on your relationship with that person so it's like the people I'm closer with at my job, I know I can joke with them about certain stuff that I wouldn't joke with about with other stuff, with other people, I mean. No, I um, get it. Because even our um, HR lady, she makes some jokes with people, but it's like she has that relationship with them and she knows that like they cool on that level. So she can joke in a certain way. Right, they won't take it right anything, any type of way. Right. So, so I thought that was interesting. I honestly don't know. Like, I watched it a couple of times, and I was like, I get it. Yeah. Because it's like, what was the point of saying that? Mm-hmm. But I also don't, I don't know his body, I just don't feel like you meant it flirty. Well, and that's why I'm like, well, how does she receive it? And when she... But she if, said, uh, if okay, she, let's um, focus here. So she took it as suggestive. Yeah. And so then my thing is, he could just apologize. And I feel like, unless it's rep- repetitive behavior with him... Then I feel like an apology would have been enough. Suffice, yeah. Yeah. Just be like that wasn't my intent. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So. Alrighty, moving on. Bella Thorne. She had leaked news. I don't know who Bella Thorne is. Girl, I was about to Google. However, I'm googling now. The reason I want to talk about it is because some news leaked, and I guess you know the View talks about everything. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg, well, Whoopi Goldberg made a comment basically saying like, "If you're a celebrity, just don't take any pictures mm-hmm. because something can happen and then you're in this situation or whatever." Mm-hmm. At least that's how I took it. Right. Bella Thorne did some videos. She was crying. Some statements mm-hmm. about she felt like Whoopi was, um, felt like. She was being beaten down. Like, her body was disgusting. She was, like, blaming uh, girls for taking photos in the first place. These are her words. It's sick and honestly disgusting. What? So what a girl can't send her boyfriend? She misses photos of her that are sexy. Um, um, I, as a woman, should be so scared walking around my home, being on my phone, doing anything. Is that what you want our woman to be like? Scared of the masses of their sexuality? She just she she really felt offended by it. Yeah. Personally, Whippy said, "If you're a celebrity, you shouldn't." So mm-hmm. she didn't say women you shouldn't general, send news. Right. She was just saying, if you're in the public eye, like that's just like not what you should do. Period. Because there's always this. They can leak. Someone mm-hmm. can steal them. Your boyfriend's not your boyfriend anymore. He releases them. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I felt like Whippy was making it poor. Like, you're a celebrity. Y'all shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, celebrity, you do whatever you want. She right. can't make a decision for you. But uh, once again, I felt like it was like 50-50 online and comments. Mm-hmm. I kind of didn't... I, I, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And she was supposed to come on The View, but she didn't want to be on The View anymore. Um, I don't feel like Whoopi insulted her body or her sexuality. Right. Whoops. Um, at least not in the clips that I saw. Right. But I guess it once again it's just like people's perception is their reality. Mm-hmm. So in this climate where we're 
very much more sensitive to what people say. It's like, who's the judge and jury on certain things? Like, I think there's certain things we all agree on that's Mm -hmm. inappropriate. Mm -hmm. But then you get in these type of situations or with the last situation where it's kind of like, yeah, it depends. Mm -hmm. It's like, so who gets the final judgment? That's a random thought of mine. Well, I mean, I feel like she should go and talk. But I feel like she should go on the show and and, and talk about it. I feel like she should say, say it to her face. You know, I was offended by that. Make Whoopi explain herself. If she she meant it in the way I thought or if she's saying, I don't believe women should take pictures. Right. Let her say it. Yeah, have the conversation so y'all could, it could be clear, understanding what was intended. Right. And what, Versus how it was said. How you, yeah, how it came, how you, how it was said to you, how it came across to you. Right. So I wonder if she ever would go on The View, but I certainly would go on there. I, the View, I don't watch The View. Mm-hmm. I've certainly seen. I used to. I've seen clips of when they like not getting along. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> typically, you know, McCain's daughter, she's mm-hmm. typically the one. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I feel like it's always the person in that position not getting along with everybody. Else. I just feel like it's <laughs> like it's that's been. It was one clip I saw. Whoopi was saying something, and we was going to commercial break. She was like, "Oh, so I guess I don't get to speak." And Whoopi was like, "Well, as you know, we have time frame, and I'm getting signal that we have to go to a commercial. <laughs> so when you get back, you can say what you need to say." I was like, "Wow." <laughs> Anyway, that's that. Moving on. Um, Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Finally, FBN is, FBN, FBI <laughs> is stepping in. <laughs> and they were they reportedly testing, you know, samples and things like that to yeah. see what is the cause of these deaths. And I think while some people aren't concerned, you don't have to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's weird to like be annoyed by people being concerned. Mm-hmm. When people being like, oh, your neighborhood is more dangerous. There's a difference between crime in your city, mm-hmm. frankly, and crime in another country. Mm-hmm. Two, this isn't, the past deaths haven't been like crimes necessarily. Yeah, these or been they these, don't even know. They don't yeah. even, it's been these mysterious deaths where yeah. they're perfectly in good health to the eye. Yeah. And they go down there and then they don't come back. Yeah. So it's a little bit because there's not a cause. It's not like they were robbed. That's right. not good. But it's like they were robbed. Right. There's like a diff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just how neighborhood crime. Your car was stolen. Mm-hmm. Someone was shot. Mm-hmm. It's like definite. Yeah. I think what people are getting nervous about is because like we don't people don't really know what's going on. So you don't know what to avoid. You don't know what to avoid. Because like some people are saying it's the liquor in the mini bar. And right. like especially if you want a resort and you have the the kind of mini bar where it's like drink whatever you don't have to pay for it. Then you would take people, advantage of yeah. that. So I think yeah, I think that's what it is like you don't know what not to do or what to avoid. Right. And typically they you know, typically when it's like the crime thing is like stay on a resort. Yeah. I think one of the reasons why people are so concerned because it's happening on resorts. Yeah. Where typically that's when you go on those place. vacations Dominican Republic, Jamaica, whatever, they always like, stay on the resort. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now the deaths are happening on resorts and that's making people panic. I don't really get I don't never know why people be so concerned about other people concerned. If people are nervous and they don't want to go to the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. then they don't have to go. And if right. you ain't got no concern, go on down there. Mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. You know, I've been two years ago. I saw it. Right. And I'm chilling too. I mean, yeah. I had no plans to go there, but I certainly wouldn't. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. And if that happened in any place, I would be leery. Mm-hmm. If it was some mysterious thing where you don't really know what's going on, it's right? Not, that could happen here, and people going to a hotel and dying. And, and I, I wouldn't would go be, to that hotel. Right. I mean, that could be that could be in downtown Baltimore. <laughs> I'm not going to that hotel yeah. either. Right. It would be anywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully they figure that out. Yeah. I read. Another article is like an older lady. Mm-hmm. Supposedly she's a 10 mm-hmm. of similar reasons. Was on a honeymoon um, in Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, hopefully they figure this out. Yeah. Um, a friend of ours, college, mm-hmm. went to Dominican Republic. And I literally was ready to text him. But then he posted on Facebook. He home. He, he's good. Because I even felt, I don't know, I just felt like, you good? You, right. What you drinking? Because mm-hmm. you just don't know. Yeah. People come back getting sick. And there are reports of people coming back getting sick. Not passing, but being sick. Right. Coming from there. So you don't know. I don't right. know. I just don't feel like. I just got fat in New York. <laughs> I didn't get fat. But luckily, I, ain't, I didn't feel sick. Right. I didn't. It was, I had a good time when I was there. Yeah. And that was that. Right. I don't know. I just feel like there's no point in, like, hating on people being nervous. Yeah. Like just, if that's how I they feel. feel. Like it's that's like how they say, feel. Especially when it's, like, not, uh, you don't know the cause of it. I think it's natural to be, like, concerned. To be like, what's that? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Especially because, like, some people that had, like, trips planned there, they like, oh, I'll be fine. I'm still going. And then other people are, like, canceling. Well, I know, like, I'm in a meeting planners group. And several companies have pulled out mm. of meetings. Like this one meeting planner talked about, she had to um, call the place and cancel. Mm. And their meeting not till twenty twenty. Oh, but wow. because it's getting so much attention, yeah, and That's press change the attendance of your it, meeting. It, and then and her leadership is like, we gotta cut it. We gotta yeah. go somewhere else. So it is. Impacting their business, yeah. tourism is big for that country, so mm-hmm. it's probably best that they figure out what's going on for yeah, everyone benefit. Yeah, hope they do. anyway, last but not least, because it kind of takes me to when I have my Bravo moments. Okay, Portia and her fiance Dennis mm-hmm. are no longer together. Oh, oh. so apparently he cheated. What? <sighs> <sighs> That's what they, I said. Come on, I mean they're. I don't know if he cheated during the pregnancy, mm-hmm. after, prior to her being pregnant, because they really haven't been together that long, period. Right. So, as for the timeline of the cheating, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm sure if you'll So, know. did they, I was about to say, did they just say this on the show or it just came out? No, well, the show's not on right now. Okay. They're taping. So, oh, okay. in my mind, they're going depth when it comes on in right. the fall. Because she was just on Breakfast Club not too long ago. Right. Sound seemingly happy Fine. and everything. But like yeah, that. the reports of cheating came out. Dang. Some other reports that he abused drugs mm. and was into bestiality. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's a lot. <laughs> that last one <laughs> is a lot. Actually, the last two. Because I don't. I think they say he had cocaine or something. He does mm-hmm. cocaine or something. That's a no for me. <laughs> and a heck no on the BCL. <laughs> so I wonder. It's going to be addressed. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if they'll be able to fix it. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But Hopefully she's okay. Hopefully. 
smoothly everything. They become great co-parents. Right. That's what it's all about. Now um, they have the kid. But I, I just don't. He leave them animals alone. Well, <laughs> that's true. You need to stop. <laughs> that's for sure. And stop cheating. Well, yeah. Definitely that. Why is that? I just. Why is it so? Yeah. Don't be in a relationship wow, wow. where your partner wants, you know, commitment mm-hmm. on that level. Mm-hmm. If you can't handle it, right? Be with someone. Just be single. Be or single, be or be with someone who who's not. Yeah. That you doing your thug fizzle. Right. The, you both knew, do y'all thug fizzle. You knew she didn't want that. Right. Right. Why be just in be that? Honest with yourself and others. Why do all that? Yeah. Y'all, you didn't, you didn't knock her up. I mean, she wanted to have a baby too, but yeah. you didn't pop the question. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is all that for if you mm-hmm. knew that you can't? Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, a hole is a hole, guys. So at a certain point, I don't know why y'all be so, I mean. Hmm. I mean, apparently a hole isn't. But the thing is, <laughs> to an extent, it is. And I, I honestly don't, I don't get why you can't control yourself. Oh, no. You're an that, adult. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. Yeah. I mean, clearly, every vagina is different. Every sexual experience with a person is different. Mm-hmm. But if you want to continue doing whatever you want to do, then don't get in a relationship with someone who wants to be in a monogamous that. relationship. Yeah. That's it. If you want to be slinging it all day long, go ahead. Right. I don't do that when you're in a relationship. I agree. Where that's not already the terms. Right, right. Yeah. It's annoying. You know how I feel about guys right now. I know. I'm annoyed by them. <laughs> so. Yeah, I just think it'd be best if everyone was open and honest with their partners and with themselves. Because now, you know, it's just a mess now. It but, is. Right. And then you're going to be knocking people up. Right. And then cheating <laughs> on yeah. TV and in real life. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so anyway, tis life. <laughs> they cheat every day, V. Mm-hmm. We keep living. Right. Be better, brothers. Amen. Amen. And sisters, because if you cheat, you stop that too. <laughs> Just so yeah. men don't feel like yeah. I'm ganging yeah, up yeah, on yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Don't cheat. Yeah. At no one cheat. Speaking lastly, what do you think about this black men don't cheat hoopla? So it's so irritating. It is, and actually, there was um, I've been I've been having conversations about this within the last week because people have been questioning Charlemagne specifically about it. He's like, but y'all do. Like people been saying, like, but y'all do. So why? Are, and he, he the main one who be like, oh yeah, I've been faithful for three years, but you've been with her for twenty two, like. Mm-hmm. I'm so, so it's like you don't get a trophy for that, brother. <laughs> so and so it's, he his claim was that he's trying to encourage people not to, which I get, but I just think. But there's another way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Because when you, just, I prefer the faithful black man thing. That's what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> like, there's another way to do it than presenting this whole narrative that black men don't cheat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> black men do cheat. Mm-hmm. Not all black men, we know that. Right. But to have some blanket statement like it's not happening is not true. Mm-hmm. It's really not. Yeah. And I find that typically I feel like, and I always say this because it happened with insecure. I feel like because guys typically are the quote unquote bad ones. Yeah. When they get a moment 
like something like this yeah. or like Issa cheated. They rotted the coat. I mean, they Tilly. are so hey. aggressive Hello. and so annoying. <laughs> they make it annoying super fast. And they right. made this annoying super fast. Yeah. Here's the thing. There's a whole day. Right. Like, relax. And my other point is, like, if you, if you really wasn't, um, if you really were decent, stuff like this wouldn't get you in such a frenzy. Huh? Well, yeah, right. Because it's like, Cause why it's like, are we whatever. crazy? something you're supposed to do. You should be faithful <laughs> if you're in that type of relationship. Like, that's not, like, what? <laughs> Crazy, it's like I'm giving you a participation trophy. Right. <laughs> like, oh, you sticking to what she said you was going to stick to. Congrats. Thanks for not slinging it in another hole. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Grow up. <laughs> and he, how old is Charlamagne? He's about to be 41. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, because last year was his 42. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, what's up with the Bravo moment? Well, you know what? Potomac is kind of boring me. Here's the thing. You can only, to me, stretch out drama for so long. Mm-hmm. So it's still kind of like the Candace versus Ashley thing. Mm-hmm. The comments. It's like, yeah, It gets old. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's filler episodes to the big moment of... The big moment you're waiting for. So yeah. I feel like they stretch it out. Yeah. Sometimes they do that with like love at first sight. Mm-hmm. Married at first sight. Where you be like, all right. Like, can we get there? Can we right? get here? Y'all keep previewing here. Yeah. Can we get yeah. here? Mm-hmm. Candace, is, Candace is now continuing to be messy. First it was Ashley. Now it's with Monique. And Monique has actually defended Candace in really nice ways to try to be supportive of her. So mm-hmm. I'm really surprised that she's now basically... Katie, who was on past seasons, is back this season. Mm-hmm. And in the past, she was very like prim and proper. This season that she's been on it, she's been very free, very more wild. She's mm-hmm. just, you know, more open. Yeah. And Monique made a comment, like a joking comment about Amistad. She was like being free and whatever. Mm-hmm. Candace repeated that to Giselle in a way that made it seem like Monique was calling her like a slave or something like that. And so mm-hmm. she looked and it was like that is so I've taken out of context. She was saying like the wild and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like terrible. So of course Giselle gets all upset. Yeah. You and Candace know Giselle and Monique barely get along. Right. So and then after that in her confession she's like, I probably shouldn't even say anything because now it's like, no, you always running your mouth. Like it gets at this point, I want to be on the show so I can just just be set friends people with one That's how you slide onto the show. Well, it's super easy. They're so accessible. I mean, let me just go out a mall. Yeah, go ahead and start being a friend. That's how you just slide onto the next season. I need to be because they need some. <laughs> and then like Giselle and Karen are still going at it. It's just it's now starting to get old. I'm waiting for the peak moments they keep previewing. Yeah. And then New York, Luann has been very self-involved with her cabaret shows. And had come to a head at dinner Mm -hmm. where all of them were just tired of her. Mm -hmm. So, you know how that go. One person start, and they're like, we don't get it. Mm -hmm. She's being completely oblivious. Basically, everyone's crazy. 
she's not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And then one of the girls, Tinsley, was drinking and she like slurred one of her words. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what? What was that? And everyone was like, oh, come on. Like you weren't in rehab <laughs> oh. six months ago. Lord. And then Bethany gets up and loses it. Ooh. Calls her an asshole. She's Lord. selfish. She start mentioning some times when Luann wasn't that great. Lord. She talked about when she was in a boat and she almost killed her friends. Ooh. She was running around the field in her negligee, drunk. She said she had to park her car to block Luann's car and drive so that she would not leave and harm people. I mean, she was pissed and letting the deets out. I was like, ooh, she's telling your whole business right right here. Was that right? Not really. (laughs) However, comma, (laughs) I understand their frustration. Mm -hmm. It's been irritating to watch to be so it kind of relates to the topic like of just people change relationships change Mm -hmm. and then it's just sometimes you just can't stay as close and I feel like she in her own world and instead of trying to like pull her out of it I feel like they need to just start to let her go Mm because she don't get it right and if like six people at a table your friends they're not yelling well at first Bethany wasn't yelling they were talking like sensibly like we feel like you're not there for us we mm-hmm. feel like it's all about your shows you don't care about what's going on in our lives blah, blah, blah. they're giving her examples of this and she's right. sitting there like just whatever I don't know what she's talking about I'm always there for you guys this is my moment why can't you support me? like just completely not listening Right. so it's like at a certain point when do you just let, let it go, go. Yeah. and I feel like if I was there I'd be like alright yeah. I'm just done with her cause yeah. she don't care you try to explain She's made a clear she don't care. Cabaret all day. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. Like, yeah. that's how I would keep it. Yeah. Entertaining still, though. I love a Bethany meltdown. <laughs> I mean, a couple seasons ago, she had another meltdown for when mm-hmm. She called her. She said, you're a whore. You're a slut. You fuck anything. I mean, they're at dinner. <laughs> this is why I love Housewives of New York. <laughs> Lord. Because of those meltdowns. Mm, Lord. And that's my Bravo moment. Thank you. Oh. oh, I don't talk about Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. but if you didn't watch Beverly Hills, just know that I'm just gonna make this one comment. Kyle and Kyle's puppet Teddy need to take a seat. Okay, they messy, <laughs> messy, messy, Mm-mm. and I'm annoyed by it. Oh. And I won't go into any other details. Just okay. know that Kyle and Teddy need to sit it down. Okay. Okay. Now that's a Bravo moment. <laughs> um, married at first sight. There was the other two weddings um, this week, and then like the families talking and you know meeting each other and things like that. And it's funny because um, I told you one of the couples, the wife is a virgin. Did they have sex? No. Well, we didn't get past the first night yet. Oh. Um. But it. His mom was like, I noticed your dress is pure white. Like, at the reception. Who says that? <laughs> that's what I there thought. There are plenty of women because I'll have a white dress. That's what I thought. Cause I was like, like, who says that? I was like, plenty of people wear white dresses. And they're not virgins. Right, so I, was, I just thought it was Majority, weird. I ain't gonna say majority, a lot of brides. Yeah, so I just thought it was weird that she asked her that. Uh, I'd be like, oh, we're getting off on the wrong foot. <laughs> <laughs> Already I don't like you. Why would you say something to me like that? Right. Mind your business. 
Well, the now daughter-in-law was like, yes, because I just wanted to show how pure I was. And so when we were shopping, I told them they had to be the purest of whites. She was very particular about it when they were shopping for wedding dresses. Like, no creams, no other color, no nothing. She wanted pure white. She was very specific. Um, and so she told her mother-in-law that she was a virgin. Uh-uh. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. So she no, was, the mother-in-law was like, ah. Oh. Like, <laughs> so what you doing all that for just to act like you upset that your daughter-in-law is a virgin? That's why another reason why you need to mind your business. I really don't like her if she responds to me like that. Oh. <laughs> she played it off whenever they hugged. She went straight to her son and told him. I'm like, I don't know if I agree with that because I feel like that's something that they should have had a conversation about and that he should learn from her. But anyways, um, she went and told her son. How did she? What? She was like, did you notice her dress, the color of her dress? He was like, yeah, it's like white. And she was like, no, like your suit has cream. Her dress is like pure, pure white. He was like, okay. She was like, do you know what that means? He's like, uh, no. The average person would be like, she has a white dress because she's getting married. <laughs> and so he, she told him, and he was just like, oh, I didn't expect that. She was like. Yeah, so I just wanted to warn you because that might be an obstacle, blah blah blah, to overcome. But what an invasive mama! It was that right? That was just like the weirdest thing ever. But um, when I mean, because they were going back to the hotel and everything, and she, because like the episode ended as they were like falling asleep, and she basically was like, if it happens that night, she's not against it. But he was like, since she is a virgin, he wouldn't even have tried. But she made it seem like she would have been fine with it. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. But well, the thing is that she was a virgin and she was wanting to keep her virginity until marriage. She's married. So yeah. I can understand why she, like, she would right. be open. <laughs> right, yeah. Because they're married now. Yeah. So she's within her vows. Right. But they haven't had a conversation about it yet. So, I mean... I wouldn't expect that to come up the first night either, but it just so happens that the mom brought it up. So that'll be interesting, but that was pretty much like the biggest thing that happened. Yeah. Other than that, it was just like, okay, wedding, wedding, wedding. Right, all right. We go to the hotel. Right. Let's get to the honeymoon. (laughs) Right. To the life. Right. So, yeah, honeymoon will be this week's episode. I mean, last year, I don't think nothing could beat that honeymoon because that was when the wife. They didn't even get to the honeymoon because she got locked up in the airport or whatever. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So, I don't think nothing will beat that. But, um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, you know, everyone else progresses on. But, um, yeah, that was the biggest thing. This hasn't been anything else since then. So, um, we had a question of the week. Uh, I'm pulling it up slow. Come on, phone. Okay. So, and I liked a lot of these answers. Our question of the week is, what word do you always misspell? And I was reading the answers, and then I'm like, look, I'm like, well, wait, is this spelled right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Howell Red said necessary. Reese P. Yeah, said, that's the one for me. <laughs> Reese P. said acknowledge. Yeah. Ryan M. Stowe said inconvenience. Yeah. That's a hard one. That'd I'd be, be like, tricky. I don't know where the E's, the I's go. That one's tricky. <laughs> When Bo's nose said Wednesday, I only spell Wednesday right because I literally pronounce like Wednesday. When Wednesday talking. isn't tricky for me. Um, controlling the narrative receipt—that's another one. Of those yeah, eyes that I. <laughs> um, 
Miss Finesse 247 said anti-disestablish look. This long word. I can't even read Is that anti- a word? I thought she was being funny. Is that a word? It is. Anti-disestablishment to narrative. And when is she using that? I don't mean no harm. I feel like it's come up in like political conversations. But how often, how often, how right? often are you? <laughs> you not. You have to spell that out. Right. It's like automatopoeia. How often is someone using automatopoeia? Right. Um, and then she said, and neighbor. That's another with the I and the E. I feel like the I and the E is always uh, tricky. Like, yeah. Um, Ryan still also said, also, I had trouble spelling the word broke, which is because you ain't. But, you know, that's why Delilah Shantae responded, slight flex. Um, Teddy Renee said, it's funny, but procrastination, which is ironic for her because she um, teaches courses on getting through your procrastination. Um, Chantel's DB said all of them. Um, the big DM said definitely. The modern day K said so many trip me up, but it's unnecessary. Um, oh, and then she just referred to our previous episode because I was saying that I can look past Alicia. Um, and then... Uh, a not from concentrate podcast said necessary and received. So we have three versions of necessary or unnecessary. Yeah, yeah that word trips me up. Yeah, what's another one that gets I'm you? I'm just not a good speller, so honestly, <laughs> anywhere. Um, but pretty much all the ones they mentioned are words that yeah. will trip me up. For some reason, peace. Not P-E-A. The one with the I-E. The one with the I-E. <laughs> that one would trip me up. I'm like, how? What is it? And sometimes, you know, for me, it's like, I be spelling so wrong, it don't even come up on Google. That's when you really spell it wrong. Where it's like, dang, it's not even close. All right, let me do better. Just so you correct it. Right. I mean, spelling ain't my thing. Millennial trips me up every day at one time. Yeah. Like, how many L's and the N's? N's? Oh, my God. It's, the I, N's. I can't never get that thing wrong. And at a certain point, I'm just like, forget it. Y'all know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you know the word. Tricky too. Thank so. God for <laughs> spell check. Right. Because, yeah, Millennial, that one trips me up like no end. All right. Um, so, our topic for today is navigating changes in friendship. And so changes in friendship sometimes can happen organically when you just grow apart. And this changes in friendship can also happen when like they have, when one of the people has like a life change, like having a baby, getting married, you know, anything can change the dynamic of your friendship. And so we're just going to talk about how we navigate um, those changes in friendship. <laughs> Why'd you do that? And I was thinking, sorry. Mm-hmm. Because you said babies, relationships, and mm-hmm. I thought money. Oh, yeah. Money can definitely change. So that's why I said, ah. And mm-hmm. one I didn't necessarily think of at first. Yeah. Popped up when you was talking. Right. Cause, so this kind of came up yesterday. Me and Shanae, or Shanae and I, rather, were talking. And <laughs> we were saying how our bond, well, I said our bond, though we it may change over time, it's like always there. Yeah, can I just start the scene now? <laughs> I... <laughs> a friendship in my life I feel has shifted mm-hmm. and I was talking about it just saying that basically it kind of is what it is yeah. you know friendship is the friendship is there but yeah. it's different mm-hmm. and it's just adjusting to how it's different and I said I just need 
ours to just be the same, you feel me? <laughs> and she's like, well, no, things will change. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? How dare you? you? You see I'm here already upset. All you had to do is say, they'll always be the same, babe. That's what I needed in that moment. And she was like, no, things will change. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to set that up. But I was trying. Oh, and- talk. <laughs> Go ahead. And I probably didn't, I couldn't say it how I wanted to say it, but I was trying to speak to how, like, throughout life, it may change. We may go through shifts where we may have to do, get together in different ways or get together in different times. So, like, I even brought up the example of us having kids. It could be, like, look, let's have a play date because I can't come over without the kids and, like, setting it up that way. So that's what I meant by it may change and shift over time. Not that the bond would be any less tight, but you know, as life goes on, we have to make adjustments and we have to shift. And you know, friendship, <laughs> the definition of friendship for us can grow and change and all those See, things. See, she's trying to add flowers to it <laughs> as she explains it to y'all. Because <laughs> that's what I meant. It just, you know, it came out wrong the first time. Yeah. <laughs> so... What are some tactics that you found helpful for navigating changes in friendship? Well, I have to be honest. I don't feel like... <sighs> Sorry. I'm just thinking about friendships. Well, I feel like the majority of my friendships haven't really changed. Mm-hmm. There, There's like one that ended. That was mm-hmm. hurtful. I got mm-hmm. over that. Mm-hmm. For the ones that have maybe changed or maybe I don't talk to them as much as whatever... I don't know. I kind of just go with it. Mm-hmm. That's what I was about to say. That's what I typically do. Um, unless I don't like how it's changing, then I may, you know, have a conversation about it. Yeah. <clears throat> but oftentimes, I just go with the flow um, and just let it take its course. Um, because we may just grow apart or we may, you know, come back together in a different way. Right. And, I'm okay, and sometimes I'm okay with either one. And I guess <laughs> for me also, like, I'll go with the flow depending, yeah, just for me, it depends on who you are. Yeah. Because, like, like, for example, for you, I won't go with the flow. What's your problem? <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> and even if I'm, like, if we're, we're really rarely upset at each other, but if mm-hmm. we were, we, we don't even really let that. We don't even take too much time before that's resolved. Yeah. We just kind of don't not yeah. talk. We do the whole... I know we mad at each other right now, but this was funny. Watch this video. Right. It's kind of <laughs> like it doesn't even matter. Yeah. But with other friendships, if I feel bothered, I'll articulate. I feel like sometimes I have trouble articulating it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because for me, it's being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, sometimes I just don't want to be. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Because then if you're trying to address something or like, this is bothering or whatever, it's mm-hmm. like, just sometimes I don't feel like it, especially if I don't know if, if I don't know if I'll get the response I'll desire. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you don't know how people react. Even if they are your friends, you still, sometimes you may not be sure, mm-hmm. depending on what you have to say. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I do avoid it, even yeah. if it's bothering me, which isn't good. But I do avoid it sometimes. Yeah. And then, this might have been like a week or so ago, I was telling Shanae, like, I feel, well, sometimes I'd be conflicted on whether or not to just end a friendship or to just address the issue. Because sometimes, 
I feel like I can address the issue all I want, but that's part of their person. Like, that's part of their character. And I can't change, like, I can't change someone's character unless they want to change it. Right, you can't change it. And so, it's like, either you have to learn to just tolerate it, or it's like, all right, I'm I'm not dealing with this, and to end the friendship. And so, it's like, because it's kind of been something with me recently, and it's like, I had to evaluate, well, I'm still evaluating, but I had to evaluate, like, how much I value the friendship and how much I value their care, the part of their character that I feel like is wrong, you know, because they don't see it as wrong. So then that's who they're choosing to be. Right. And maybe that's, and maybe it's a place where like you can continue to have a friendship, but it just won't be in that capacity. Yeah. So maybe you don't talk as often mm-hmm. or you don't see each other as often. I feel like it only gets tricky because if they was to be like, Well I don't hear from you no more then it's kinda like I don't know if you have the conversation or right. you just be like, Oh, I was busy like you know what I mean? Like, do you just avoid it and just make space or do you say, Well Well that's why I like I feel This like- is why you haven't heard from me as much. Cause I was tired of your itch. Um and so I, it's like I have tried to bring it up, but they just not willing to change, even though they can acknowledge that part of their character is wrong. They not willing to change. So then it's that's when it's like, well, this is all on me at this point. I have For to sure. choose if I still want to be associated with a person that like does this. that. And it's like overall, are they a good person? Yeah, but do they do some ish that I don't agree with? Heck yeah. And so I think it's like you have to set the boundary if you're going to continue to be the friend with them and then navigate from there. So then it comes down sometimes, like, with the whole, like, birds with feather flock together. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, nah, you're not in my flock. I don't do that. Right. And not saying, like, if you're your friends, you do everything your friends do, because that's not true. Mm-hmm. But there is a connector there. Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of believe in that praise. Yeah. So if there's something you're not vibing with, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, and actually, I kind of talked about this in a different way. It wasn't about this friend, but I kind of talked about this with my therapist, and she was like, well, because she was talking about how she does this with relationship counseling, and she's like, when people do something that you don't agree with, you have to determine if it's habitual, which means it's usually a part of their character, or if it's like just a right now thing, like a phase, and like, you can determine whether or not you're going to deal with it based on that. Because if it's habitual, it's like that's part of them. And you can't change it. So you either have to stay or go. And like learn to deal with it without always being upset. Right. And if it's a one-time thing, it's like you can just communicate with them about it. And if it don't, you know, continue to happen, then y'all good. Right. But this is habitual. Yeah. <laughs> I know what she's talking about. Right. Yeah. So it's very habitual. And which is the only reason why I started questioning the friendship. Right, right. Because it didn't used to be habitual, but it's got it's going It's too getting far. there. It's getting where it's, it's like, all right. And I feel like for me, it oh, is like it's something kind of new mm-hmm. where one can say it's not habitual, but mm-hmm. It could be. So right. it's kind of like, which is why I've just been like, chilling. It's like time. Because that's over. what I'm saying. Because <laughs> it's like, when, you know, your therapist has a phase or a habitual behavior, it's like, 
I'm when you're in a phase, sometimes you don't. I don't know. know. Yeah. So it's kind of like I'm just kind of waiting it out. Like, and it's is like, this well, just a thing, or this person, is just you? They may be able to figure out if it's a phase or not. But yeah, but but, they, but they're they not gonna figure, try to figure it out until you talk to them about it, though. Mm, mm. <laughs> See, that's when I go. Mm, you like, oh, that was that mm, that that part, though. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I I've realized about myself sometimes. Like, for example, I do not have this issue at work. Like, mm-hmm. I will tackle an issue at hand. Let's talk about it. What's good? Mm-hmm. But in my personal life, I sometimes find it hard to, to like, say when I'm bothered. Yeah. Partly not because of me. I'm fine with expressing myself, but I'm really concerned about how I'll express it. Mm-hmm. So I'm and really, how it be. So, like, sometimes when I avoid... Saying something is not that I'm necessarily afraid to say it. It's like I don't know how, mm-hmm. and if I just say what's on my mind, it won't go well. I feel like oftentimes those conversations happen like best face to face, and like you start out by saying, "I'm saying this because I'm your friend and I love you." So this is coming from a place of love. But I don't like what you do. X, Y, Z, and I don't like that you be stealing from Walmart, say. Oh my god. Um, but it's like I feel like it's best to address it and just start off by reminding them, like, I'm only asking this because I'm your friend. If I was not your friend, I would not give two crap that I would let you continue to shoplift. But <laughs> because I'm your friend, um But but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Just like <laughs> I, I'm sorry, guys, as we talk in code, but it's just what it is. <laughs> but just like with your situation, it's something that don't directly affect you outside of it's just annoying. You don't vibe with it. Yeah. So that's when it gets tricky because mm-hmm. it's not a situation where they shoplift or they're causing you like direct harm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like. Yeah, it's hard to me. Well, I feel like it could be more difficult because it's not like directly their behavior is in fact they're not doing anything to me. They're just mm-hmm. living their life. We just it just don't seem to be meshing. Right, but it's like to me though because I'm your friend, I care about your karmic journey because I know if you keep doing wrong, that it's gonna come back and hit you hard. And I'm your friend, and I don't want to see you go through that. So I'm checking you now. Now, if you continue, excellent. That's your business. Right. Because it don't affect me. But <laughs> um, I still feel like if you're invested in your friend's life and you want them to, you know, have the best, then I still feel like you should say something to them. Mm. <laughs> in this conversation, I'm still not feeling like I want to have any conversation. Not at this moment. I mm-hmm. feel like I want to let it ride. But, but it just continues going for like two years. I probably it, we, our conversation would just dwindle. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is something I have been working on. Mm-hmm. You know, I ghost. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to because it's immature. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. to not say what it is, especially if the person's asking to just disappear. Mm-hmm. But like you know me, I will quietly. Mm-hmm. Sail away in the night. <laughs> the problem is, and I'm working on this once again, to articulate at the time, because either this is two one thing, two things will happen. Either I never say anything or I implode. 
and I'm clothing, there's no way it's going to be delivered in a right. way I would like it. It's right. just going to be we're literally off the dome. I was going to say, he was running around. And, and, I, I, and then you said, <laughs> and I was like, but why? Like, I don't, that, I don't know what that is. But <laughs> maybe I get what I'm saying. But yeah. So, and this just coming back to the topic, because we haven't dealt with this as much yet. But say a friend gets married or has a baby and. Well, I feel like it's slowly happening. I mean, yeah, no, what I'm saying is, and they drift apart. And so what I'm saying is like, so for example, because um, your cousin on the, on the show and talked about this, had bridesmaids that she yeah, she's not friends with cool any of them. Right, right. And so, and that's why I'm saying we haven't dealt with it at that level yet. Right. And so I'm saying you had a friend get married or have a baby and then you notice they just disappear and they not, they don't talk to you no more, but through the wedding or through the um, birth of the baby, like they was depending on you for everything. You were helpful, supportive, but then that big life change moment happens and boom, they go ghost. Are you saying something to them at that point? Maybe, but typically, no. I mean, not saying... Maybe, but in situations, it's typically reversed, like, that I've heard thus far. Mm-hmm. It's typically the one who's having the kid or the person who got married is the one whose feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, not saying that's not possible. Right. But I'm saying when I've heard from my cousin, from others, this whole, like, why did he bring out nastiness in people? It's mm-hmm. typically, it's sometimes it's not the bride. It's like people around the bride all of a sudden don't seem as happy for her, da da or someone has a baby and all of a sudden you're not available, you're not there to help mm-hmm. or to be present. I mean, good God, if I see that meme from my fellow peers who are parents, watch your friends are when you have a kid. I mean, they share that. They share that <laughs> at every turn. I, I, that is on my Facebook, okay? And that's not a dig, literally. Yeah. People who I know, associates, people I went to school with, yeah. they have kids. They post that thing. Mm-hmm. It's like the thing. <laughs> it's like the thing. They say right. that like, watch your friends when you have a kid. I've seen it so many times. We post by several different I've moms. I've never seen this me. Well, <laughs> I've seen it several times on my Facebook timeline. <laughs> so I feel like typically it's like the opposite. The opposite. Right. Not saying it can't happen that way. Right. But I've seen the opposite. Okay. So let's go with that example then. You get married... And they go ghost after your buddy. Are you saying something to them? Or are you addressing it? Say it and say it's a bridesmaid. Well, my bridesmaid's my cousin. I'm so your girl. Just... <laughs> it could be a cousin that go ghost. They would never. <laughs> I know they wouldn't. It's an example. It's a hypothetical example. Because we ain't been through this. I ain't saying it's going to happen, but it's an example. Why? Why are you getting bugged? <laughs> All right. <laughs> It depends. I mean, here's the thing. If, because you're making it ghost, something happened for them to ghost. Mm-hmm. Like for me, for example, if I, I've never ghosted a friendship, but let's just say a dude. Mm-hmm. If I ghosted him, something triggered me to pull back. Right. So, so that's what I'm asking. Are you having that conversation or are you just letting them be ghosts? Yes. Goes, be gone. Okay. I mean, I can't, if you're not gonna articulate it to me, I'm not a mind reader. Right. If you upset, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't expect anyone 
to be like, what's going on with you? I have to be an adult and say it. Mm -hmm. If a friend or someone does, then I'll say what I need to say. Mm -hmm. But it's the person's responsibility, Mm -hmm. which is why I don't ghost no more. Because it's immature to me Mm -hmm. to just fade out and not say whatever your beef is. Right. So if you have some beef with me during my wedding process or during my pregnancy process and you never brought up and you decide to just ghost, then we're not friends no more. Mm I think I would just ask. Period. I would still ask. I would, especially now when it's not, especially when it's around my kid. Mm-hmm. Screw you. I, I'm uh, what? I'm busy. Right. Well, I would still ask. I would just be like, "Hey, I noticed I ain't seen you in a couple months. We ain't talked in a couple months. Is everything okay?" I would just ask, and then if there is an issue, we could talk about it. I don't mean we're gonna be friends after, but I'm willing to have the conversation to see what happened and see if there is a resolution. I'm found there not being a resolution, but I still think I would do like that. Reach out. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, t- and that's why it's like eventually I'll say what I need to say in my situation. Mm-hmm. Because I don't just let things, you know, if it's bothering me, I'll say it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I would be reaching out if mm-hmm. they ghosted me. Right. I just don't think I would. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't really get, once again, we haven't been through certain these things, but like, why would a wedding cause friendships to end? You know, I guess if you someone's being in Brazil, that could be upsetting. Mm-hmm. I personally would take it as a situational thing. Mm-hmm. If that attitude continue post-wedding, then I'd be like, alright, right. we ain't gonna be cool no more. Right. Well, I know, like, I've heard, like, especially after the kids, some people be like, we can't never go out without you bringing the kids. And so some people just don't want to be friends with them no more because the kids are always there, which I'm like, I don't necessarily feel like that's fair. But I don't either. <laughs> I've heard of people, like, being annoyed with that situation. I guess I can, I can understand to a degree, mm-hmm. um, depending on whatever the activity you want to do with the friend. Yeah. But I also feel like, their parent. Because I feel like it's similar to like when people are in a relationship and they like, you always bring your man everywhere. Hey. <laughs> I think a man and a baby are different from me. I agree because one, like, you actually are responsible for their life. One, you're but... responsible for it. <laughs> I personally would have more um, understanding. understanding for yeah. a parent yeah. versus you just bringing your boyfriend around all the time. Because mm-hmm. like, that could be annoying, especially if I don't want a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't like him. I just, like... (laughs) Right. And sometimes, even when people get in a relationship, you want... You still want the one-on-one time you had with them before the baby's in a relationship. But but I'm a big person of keeping... Who I am does not change because I'm in a relationship. So, for me, who I spend my time with does not change. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, adjustments in the schedule made, but even for me, I don't even feel like it because I feel like... I have my certain patterns of when I see friends set anyway. Yeah. And I wouldn't shift that because I have a boyfriend now. Mm-hmm. He would be in between that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there's still plenty of nights out of the week. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Where he would get ample time mm-hmm. and my friends would get time. I'm not a believer in doing that. Right. But I've definitely experienced friends, you know, kind of being wrapped up in their love mm-hmm. and not being as good as a friend and right. then when things go left mm-hmm. ask me they break up then they're back like oh let's hang out what are you doing da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. which that can be annoying mm-hmm. yeah and would you say something to them like um back then you wasn't with me 
Now I'm hot type. But no, I realize I don't be saying nothing. <laughs> no, in the moments that it's happened, I can say anything. Like, cause I find it annoying, but it's like, do you? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just I feel like I just shift the people. The shift. You just adjust. I just adjust. Yeah. Cause I feel like if that's how people want to behave, then whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to put you in a different pile. That don't mean we're not friends no more, but I just know that I can't count on you for this. Right. Um, I probably should speak up more in my mm-hmm. friendships if I'm bothered by something. Right. But I typically just adjust. I really just be like, all right, well, you want some boo? You're in this category yeah. now. I think the only reason why, like, in these situations, I'm thinking I would say more because I am getting better of sharing my feelings when I didn't used to. And, like, I would be pissed at people and they wouldn't even know it. And I'm just boiling and they, like, perfectly fine. They don't know nothing's going on. And so, like, I've been doing a lot better with sharing my feelings. And so it's, like, I think that's why I'm always more, like, let's have a conversation about it. You want to talk. I want to talk. So that we can, because I just, and I mean, I ain't the best, but I still be holding my feelings in sometimes. But I just know, like, because we used to joke about it, I think in, like, college, you like, one day you just going to explode. And it's like, I had to get out of that habit, or one day I was just going to explode on everybody. Um, because it was all of these, like, feelings and things that I'd never shared with people. And so that's why I'm always, like, I want to at least tell you if I have a problem with something. So then, if it don't change, fine. But at least you knew. At least you could understand or maybe not understand where I'm coming from, but you had an idea of what was going on and why I had felt any kind of way. Right. You at least knew that. Because, you know, I'm just trying to work on sharing these feelings. But. That's true. I mean, I agree with you. And I, and I, like I said before, think that's something I have been working on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just saying what I need to say. I think, once again, my biggest thing is not saying it is my delivery. Yeah. Because... You know, if I'm upset, my delivery can be harsh, mm-hmm. and then the person doesn't hear you. Yeah. They just don't. They get, they get defensive, and, and then you can't really have a productive conversation. So sometimes I avoid talking. Mm-hmm. I just had an aha. Sometimes I avoid talking because I don't. I don't feel like trying to control my tone. Mm. I think sometimes that's what it is. I don't feel like trying to deliver it to you. Um. So that you can hear. I just want to say what I want to say. Mm-hmm. And if I don't figure out how to deliver it properly, I'd rather just not say it. Because it'll just start more. Mm-hmm. I could put in more effort. But sometimes, I, I have to be honest with you, I don't, I don't want to alter my message. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just want to say what I want to say. Mm-hmm. But that wouldn't be a productive conversation. Right. right. So I think, some, I think that's why I'll just opt out and be like, forget it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I don't, I don't want to watch my tone. And what I mean is, I'm not yelling at a person, right. but I don't want to be thoughtful with my words. <laughs> I want to say what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And when I have to think about it, it just takes more energy than me just being like, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just right. takes so much more energy. Yeah. So I think I just avoid it. Yeah. Okay. I and I just that. adjust. Yeah. Because, like, even in a situation with you, typically, the only reason I'll say it is because you'll keep asking. I sure will. <laughs> I'm like, so what was wrong? What so I I'm did? Like, just forget it. It's fine. No, but I'm like, fine. I like to talk. This <laughs> bothered me because I just be like, forget it. I just 
And like me, I can't just forget it because I'll just hold it against myself so much worse if we don't talk about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I just always be like, no, let's talk about it. I just don't be wanting to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to unpack that. Yeah. Why I don't be wanting to talk. Yeah. Because the thing is, I have no problem saying how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like sometimes I don't want to be thoughtful. I think that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just don't want to be thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I want to express my feelings the way I want to express it. And expressing my feelings were hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. That sounds terrible. <laughs> but in some cases, it would. Yeah. In some cases, it would. I mean, not all the time. I'm not like an angry little monster. But sometimes, if I say how I truly feel, your feelings will be hurt. Mm-hmm. So then, do I still say it so I feel good, but then you feel bad? Well, no, because, I mean, why would you feel good? Because you got off your chest? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, why I feel like feel if good? it leaves. If it leads to a productive, well, it might not. See, yeah. you see. <laughs> well, then no, yeah, I agree. If your if your delivery isn't going to be in a way that they can receive it, then yeah, it's probably best not to say nothing. <laughs> so sometimes it's best to keep it in the dome until you can figure out to articulate. It. And sometimes I wait because, like, then I also do this where I'm like. Is this really bothering you? Or are you just annoyed? Mm-hmm. So sometimes waiting mm-hmm. to articulate it, I find that, all right, you wasn't really that irritated. Yeah. And not nothing to speak about. Yeah. But I feel like the changes in relationships, the major three that we're going to be embarking on kind of now and in the future are, what, children, mm-hmm. marriage, mm-hmm. maybe friends moving. People getting rich. Hopefully me. <laughs> Like, hopefully I'm embarking on that one. Hopefully I am the one who got married. I think even, like, buying a house is a life change that some friends will have to adjust to. How so? Um, because, like, I mean, you know me. I'm always down to help. But some friends might not be willing to Well, help. I've been there as well. And so that's kind of an adjustment, too. You know what I will say? Well, yeah. But you know something? Or even, like... If you go through, like, for example, everybody knows I'm trying to pay these student loans off. So, do I always have extra money to do stuff? No. And so, do I have to make adjustments with my friends and we hang out in different ways? Yes. And so, people may not, people may be like, oh, she always cheap. She just want to do this, blah, blah. They may have an issue with that. Y'all think you're rich. What are you talking no, about? I'm broke. Which Y'all might think I'm rich. Which one of your friends, none of your friends do that to you? have an issue with me wanting to do cheaper outings. Yeah, I don't believe that. No, I don't think so. That's, but that's because most of my friends, we all on like a similar statements, financial journey. We all broke. <laughs> what you talking about? No, I got rich friends. What you talking about? <laughs> but I, do, I think we all have a similar financial mindset that we understand it. Hmm. You know, and it never gets in the way of us. We never have an issue with that and being friends. I mean, now that I do have the house... Money is tighter for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've kind of articulated that. I haven't felt any type of way. I think, if anything, I feel like some friends, I feel like give me way too much credit. Or I'm like, mm-hmm. don't even hype me up like that. It's not that steep. <laughs> it's not. Don't yeah. think there's some like radical difference between you and I. Yeah. It's like there's really not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I ain't got no money either. It's, <laughs> it's fine. It's not a big deal. I get that. Yeah, I get that. But I even hear about it with, you know, like, traveling. Like, I've talked about this to my other best friend recently, and they're like, you know, the memes of, like, I want friends that if I say I want to go here next week, we going. What money y'all got to be doing that? I mean, I mean, and I'm always like, I gotta check my PTO. Who has PTO? <laughs> who has such a flexible work schedule? Go I ahead. don't. I know. I'm not saying that you did. I was. That wasn't what that face was. Oh. That face was all about to say something that I ain't need to say. <laughs> I'll say it when we get there. Uh, uh, no, but you know what? I think. These are the adult things, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my friend Morgan. Hey, girl. <laughs> and we were just talking about just how things have changed. Mm-hmm. And not in a bad way, just of like, we have more responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You were more thinking about our future. Mm-hmm. And I was, we were both talking about, you know, as you age, loved ones age, mm-hmm. they're more difficult conversations being had. Yeah. And everyone takes it differently. Everyone deals differently. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately if you care about your friendships, you try to show empathy. Yeah. Try to come from a place of understanding. Mm-hmm. And if ultimately that relationship is doing you harm or not bringing you value, then then you can end it. Yeah. And sometimes the ending of a friendship, because my whole thing is, is like, I've never had an end where I'm like, all right, we're not friends no more. Like, I've never had that happen before. And uh, I Okay. I've never had, like, a, all right, well, we're done. It just kind of like. <laughs> Actually, no. I probably didn't communicate it that way. But, I pro- but that was for it me, for it was you. like, all right, we're done. <laughs> I it. Like, even the friendship that ended a few years ago. I mean, it kind of trickled off, but it yeah. was done. Yeah. It wasn't no closing statement, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I hope that as my friends get married, for me, I'm excited. I hope me too. my friends do get I married and myself and myself <laughs> and have children, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy. And my whole thing is, is like, have time. I don't see my friends now because of schedule. So, okay. it would just continue with husbands and kids. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, we just have to actually. You well, just I have mean, to put it. Right now, what the schedule would have. But I, I mean, I do that with my friends. I do that with friends now. Yeah. I put things on my calendar. Yep. I try to have check in. If we can't see each other, then I'm gonna text and say how are you doing, or yeah. we talk on the phone, or something like that. Just some sort of touch base. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's a part of adult life as your priorities change however comma I don't think that gives you an excuse to not be a good friend like right. we talked about this before that meme like I'm just cause we don't talk 24-7 I'm busy we're adults we don't have to no 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 no. <laughs> you need to check in with your friends mm-hmm. no one is that busy mm-hmm. to me I mean right. Beyonce has friends so right. she's checking in with Kelly I mean Beyonce has a lot of help but yeah I agree the, you know, it takes five seconds true. to text Right. But the point is, well, then I'll put it an example. Mm-hmm. If you have time to tweet mm-hmm. and if you're on Instagram or Facebook all day, yeah, you have time to send a text, period. Yeah. And if you don't want to, you don't want to. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But when people don't want to be a friend or when they be upset, you can't sit up here and act like you have no idea why they would feel right. some type of way. Right. I just don't believe in the whole, I'm so busy, I'll talk to you in six months. Like, what type of foolishness? <laughs> to me, then you're not really friends. We're not associates. friends. We're associates. We just chill when we chill. Yeah. Check in. I, I, I'll text friends. 
just checking in. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Even if it's monthly, mm-hmm. every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying, actually trying to do that more. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's a healthy way to deal with life changes. Because friends move. Your jobs change. People's priorities change. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like. While we're always capable of changing, I feel like we're at a prime age where we are who we are. And when I say that, it's kind of like your character is fully peaking here. Mm -hmm. You can change behavior, Mm -hmm. certainly. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you're getting into a place of this is who you are. Right. So sometimes that means the friendship ends. Or... Or you have to put them in a new box. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And maybe you don't have 30,000 friends like you had in college. Right. That happens too. Right. Because I mean, and I'm guilty. I was guilty of this. Still working on it. But people be calling friends. It's like, y'all not friends. Stop stop using that word all loosely. Y'all not friends. And it's okay. Like, you don't have to feel obligated to call people your friends when they're not your friends. You know, I you know that's been my MO since day one. Yeah. Because I don't think it's a big deal. You can enjoy someone's company and not your friend. Yeah. I think for me, it was like, I was so many people's best friend, but they wasn't my best friend. But it was awkward to not say that they was my best friend. So at one point, I had like 10 best friends. But because it's just because I'm a good friend. So I'm the best one they had. <laughs> But they wasn't necessarily the best that I had. So. Because <laughs> that's me. <laughs> so I, I really feel like it just took me, it took me a minute to like be okay with like, for some people, yeah, I might be the best that they got, but that ain't the best that I have and I, that's fine. Ooh. They just need to up their friend like, Ooh. But also. Spicy. As friends, like people have different um expectations of their friends and that's fine too like ain't no issue some people expect to talk to their friends every day some people don't and that's fine too like but i think you should talk about it yeah i will agree with that yeah i have had conversations and i realized all right with this friend i gotta do a little more Mm -hmm. this friend i don't have to Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so that they feel like they're getting what they need in the friendship. Yeah. So even though early in the episode I talk about avoiding things, <laughs> ultimately, even though I, I don't agree with it, it really comes down to communication. Yeah. And I think sometimes that I think friendship we kind of it's like the last on the totem pole, but it's still a relationship that needs to be nurtured. It, it, definitely. Right? So because- it's the same way family relationships mm-hmm. your boyfriend your girlfriend your partner i think sometimes friendship is just like can sometimes be not as discussed more yeah but oftentimes depending on how you treat your family versus how you treat your friends your friends can shape you a lot and they can be the ones that you need the support from you know what i mean like they can sometimes matter more depending on your relationship with you know the people around you so it's like it's it should be discussed more because it's that much more important. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. I feel like look, friendships are important. Your relationships with the people you care about and love are important. Yeah. And those are things that need to be discussed. Yeah. And if you're you really care, and because I feel like we're not even on topic anymore, but. <laughs> 
when it comes to changes and uh, did we have an article we did but it's fine we ain't even need the article because we just talked <laughs> sorry y'all it's fine but i feel like oh lord i just lost my train of thought um what was that what was i saying regardless of i think you were going to the point of regardless of what changes happen in life Navigating those changes are worth it if you value the friendship, and you'll put yes. in the effort if you value the friendship. Period. I agree. And and all of that communication is just very important to make that happen. And if a friend comes to you feeling neglected or whatever, hear him out. Yeah, I've had that happen to me, and I was like, you know what, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And just you know, put in. The and you figure out how you make it work, mm-hmm. or you say, I'm sorry, but I this is all I got. Right. Whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, though, I don't just don't want to talk. I think that's the Aquarius side of me. Mm-hmm. I can be very detached. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, either on or off. My mm-hmm. Pisces side is on. I'm emotional. I cry. I'm just feeling. And then I have these moments where it's, like, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's my Aquarius, where I'm just, like, detached. And I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, I get that. So it's like I go back and forth. You think I'm a Gemini. Lord, <laughs> It's fun. I think a lot of my family perceive me as detached, but literally none of my friends do. <laughs> I don't think you're detached at all. Um, but. I mean, you're emotional. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that when I say that. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, I don't know how they see that. I feel like you wear your emotions like right on the sleeve, baby. I don't think I do that with everybody, though. Maybe not. So yeah. then I just see you aside. Because I feel like I know when you're upset. Mm-hmm. I know when you're upset or when you're mad or when you're annoyed. Or, mm-hmm. you know. And when it's something that's just temporary or something. Or when you're like really upset. Like yeah. I typically know. So yeah. I know how to navigate it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I do. You know what? Speaking of that. <laughs> last night at your cookout. I was upset about something. But I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I woke up you, this morning like. I don't know why I did that. You were upset. But the thing was, I knew it was a situation upset. Yeah. You weren't like upset, upset. Yeah, because look, I don't mean, I However, because at the time, at one point in the night, just so everyone's clear, we had like these, because your brother called our friend the wrong name. Okay. Because then we all got fake so names. So then we all had fake names because right. we kept calling her Gloria. <laughs> that is not her name. Right. I was Stacy. had Nance. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you were Suzanne or Shannon, whatever. Uh, see, I don't even remember that. You I had a at name. that point. So something happened. You kind of got up abruptly. Um, um, something with me and Nance. <laughs> we ruffled your feathers or something. But I knew it was situational, so I didn't like react. Yeah. But everyone was like, oh, we should go check her. I was like, no, you don't. And I was just inside laughing. That's why I literally was sitting there like, no, you don't. And... Um, and she was like, no, but I feel like we went too far. I'm like, no, we didn't. Like, <laughs> I was like, she's fine. I literally don't even remember what pissed me off. Exactly. <laughs> but then the thing is, she, you came out 15 minutes later, and we was talk, talking about other stuff. <laughs> laughing, and it was fine. But I knew. Yeah. What did y'all say that made me mad? It's because we wanted the, the, the mosquito rackets. And you was going into this story, and me and and Nancy was like, "Can we just get the rackets?" And uh-huh. I felt like you was irritated because we weren't being active listeners. 
and to just give us any ounce of credit. Mm-hmm. I have been sipping a lot. <laughs> May have had. Woo! My sangria can sneak up on you. I honestly, I woke up this morning like, oh, because <laughs> you can't <laughs> taste the liquor. <literally. laughs> So, so drinking it like it's juice. I definitely was on the sauce last night. <laughs> and wasn't being. I just was like, it's mosquitoes. Can you just get the net? He was like, oh. and he just got up, zipped that thing aggressively, stepped out. You like, damn near threw the rackets at us and went back in the house. So I was like, oh, she's upset. And he was like, oh, we should go check her. I'm like. She okay. It's like, but she, I was like, she's okay. And you were, and then you didn't even remember that. But like, I knew. I you remember being upset, but I just didn't remember. I why. knew you weren't like mad, mad. Yeah. Because yeah. if you were mad, mad, then I would have said something. Yeah. But I knew you weren't. So I was like, she's fine. <laughs> She'll be back later. <laughs> and she was. But boy, I was definitely on the sauce last night. Good times, good times. Well, guys, if you have any other ways that you navigate life changes and friendships, y'all let us know. Maybe give us some tips on how you've had to navigate life changes with your friends or even family um, and how you went about it. Um, of course, pay attention to our Instagram throughout the week for our question of the week. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing the good and the bad of every week.